0: Welcome to Weight Loss for Dentists. I'm Dr. Natanya Brown, a board-certified endodontist and certified life and weight coach. I'm on a mission to help dentists live at their goal weight without relying on deprivation or willpower or even intense workouts. If you want to start making more mindful choices so that you can lose weight permanently and have fun in the process, you're in the right place. Hello, hello, my friends. Welcome back for another episode. In today's episode, this is part two to learn how to stop sabotaging yourself. So if you haven't listened to episode number 15, that is part one of Stop Sabotaging Yourself. And today is part two. You certainly can listen to these out of order, although it may be helpful for you to listen to that episode first. Regardless, if you haven't listened to that one, you will want to listen to it because it's a really great one. All right, so today I want to basically teach you a four-step process that's going to help you to end the vicious cycle with self-sabotage. So, you know, one of the things that we covered last time is that sabotage can really feel like this vicious cycle. And yet, What I'm gonna teach you today is that it really all boils down to the thoughts that you're having about your own ability to lose weight and make changes in your life. It all boils down to your attitude and your thoughts about the obstacles and the challenges that you may be facing Things that may be in your way, for example. So, the first step that I want you to take actually is to just notice your thoughts. You may have all kinds of negative thoughts that may make it hard for you to lose weight, maybe negative self talk. Now, I have to be honest with you, I've always thought of myself as an optimist. I've never really thought of myself as somebody that, you know, automatically is. Thinking negatively, or is, you know, coming up with all sorts of obstacles in my mind. And I'm not really sure what your thoughts are about yourself, but I do want to just put this idea out there that negative self talk is very, very common, way more common than you think. In fact, most of us that want to lose weight have a quite a lot of thoughts that we might not even notice that are triggering us to potentially engage in self-sabotaging behavior, okay? So it's really important to start to pay attention. For example, you might have thoughts like, I'm bad at diets, or I can never lose weight, or I can lose weight but not right now because life is too busy. Or I'm good at losing weight, but I always regain it. Or I do well during the week and then I backtrack on the weekends, for example. And I just want to point out that all of these thoughts You know, they might really seem like innocent observations. They might really seem like you're just reporting the facts. But in actuality, what they're doing potentially is triggering some self-sabotaging actions. So the trick here is to just notice them without judging them. So let me give you an example. Let's say I have a thought that weekends are super challenging in terms of me being able to lose weight. Now, if you had that thought, you might start to recall all the weekends that you've ended up overeating, you know, even though that wasn't what you wanted to do. You, The, the first thing that I want you to do is just notice that you're having a thought about the weekends. And it isn't actually a fact that weekends are inherently challenging, but rather it's your particular experience that for you weekends might feel super challenging. Now, of course, I'm just using this as an example, but I'm going to really encourage you to think of what example might be the most relevant for you, okay? So in this example, I'm going with the idea, the concept that weekends feel really challenging. Okay, so the first step is to just notice the thought that you're having. Okay, it could be anything pertaining to your weight loss. And the second step is to just not judge what you're thinking, just notice it. You may instantly want to change it. You might instantly want to think, like, okay, I need to make weekends easier, or somehow I need to get more consistent because my weekends are completely sabotaging me. But for now, just for starters, notice the thought that you're having and just allow it to be there for a second. Notice how the thought makes you feel. So like in this example, when I think to myself, weekends are super challenging, I feel a little bit helpless and perhaps even disempowered. And I'm probably not that inspired to be finding solutions when I'm thinking that the weekend is just inherently challenging, right? So the first step is to notice the thought, and the second step is to just not judge it, but instead notice how it makes you feel. The third step is to find an alternative thought, or perhaps a few words to add to your thought so that you can start to redirect your brain. So so with this example, right, an alternative thought might be like, weekends feel super challenging for me right now, and I'm willing to learn how to make them easier, Now, I want you to notice just how adding these few words actually helps to turn down the temperature on the intensity of the sentence, right? So now it doesn't quite feel as heavy, does it? I'm validating my experience of what's going on, right? Like weekends feel challenging, that's fine. I'm not automatically trying to say the opposite. And yet at the same time, I am able to put an extra few words in there that help to redirect my brain into thinking that there actually could be a future day, right? Like a day in the future when I may not feel that way, when I may be able to find a solution. And that is actually possible for you. You don't need to go to a place of immediately picking a completely opposite thought, like what I would call a rainbow and unicorn thought. Like you don't need to go from thinking that weekends are super challenging to picking the opposite thought. Like weekends are really easy for me. Ha ha. No, of course, you don't need to go there. And you certainly don't need to try to take that as a mantra and look at yourself in the mirror and repeat it 20 times. That's not what I'm talking about. okay? But what I am saying is take a thought that you currently have right now about your ability to lose weight or something that you feel is standing in the way. And after you've taken that thought and you've noticed it without judgment, I want you to just add a few extra words to that sentence that may help to encourage you. So if you take this example that I just gave you, I took the thought, weekends are really challenging, and I added, weekends feel challenging to me right now. Do you notice that difference it's just acknowledging the fact that yes, it feels challenging right now. And again, it really emphasizes the point that it may not always feel challenging. And then I went on to add the words, I'm willing to learn how to make them easier. And my guess is that you're more, more likely than not willing to also find ways to lessen the difficulty, so to speak, of any obstacles that are in your way. So feel free to borrow this example if this particular example is relevant for you, right? So the fourth step here is to act as if you believe the new thought, right? And this is where it's really helpful if you do already believe it, like the thought that I just picked, right? Like it's not really saying anything that would really be that hard to believe but you need to find whatever is relevant for you so act as if you already believe that new thought act as if you already believe that it's possible for you to find a solution for that particular obstacle that you might be facing ask yourself what is one thing that you're willing to do that's actionable find a doable action and act on it as soon as you can so like for example If you believed that weekends weren't a massive challenge or rather that you could actually make them easier for yourself, right? Because we're not necessarily going to the place of believing weekends Like we don't need to believe that weekends are super easy, but we can believe that we're willing to make them easier, for example, then what would be one thing that you would be willing to do to help yourself out on the weekend to make it easier for yourself, right? And it could be really simple. It doesn't need to be rocket science. You know, maybe you want to make sure that you're going to stay hydrated on the weekend. And so to do that, you're going to make sure you fill your water bottle before going on any outings. Maybe you're going to decide ahead of time which restaurant you're going to go to, or you know, maybe you're going to look at the menu ahead of time. Maybe you're going to decide that you're going to make sure that you're hungry before you eat, even if you don't know what you're going to be eating or with whom or at whichever restaurant, right? And so this is a way that you may be able to really think about ahead of time, what are some ways I can make the weekends easier for myself? Uh, for myself. for I just thought of another example. What if you're going to, let's say, a potluck or some gathering? Can you bring something that you would be happy to eat, for example? I just want you to know that there are always options for how you can best support yourself. You are never stuck. And, and truly, self-sabotage occurs when we have built up a bigger case, like, like we've built up a case of reasons for why we are more likely to fail than for reasons for why we will succeed. I'm going to say that again because I know I kind of stumbled over my words, but essentially self-sabotage occurs when we believe and we've built up m- more reasons for why we will fail instead of why we will succeed, Right? So you don't need a ton of evidence to believe that you're going to succeed. You can just start to look at the positives and look for areas that you can actually help yourself. Look, I totally get it your brain is wired to look at the negative, not just yours. I'm not trying to single you out. All of our brains are wired to look at the negative. It's totally normal. As dentists, we are problem solvers. If you imagine a patient comes into your office, you do an exam, and your training has taught you that you do your exam and you tell the patient what, you know, what types of lesions they have which caries they have what treatment they need end of story you're probably not going on and on and on at length about you know how amazing it is that they have a few teeth that don't have curious lesions right we are just looking for problems and looking to fix them right and so when it comes to your weight loss i want you to you know instead of looking back at you know prior attempts to lose weight and instead of just focusing on potentially failed attempts or maybe multiple failed attempts you in your in, in your past you may just see a bunch of self-sabotage and and there's nothing wrong with you if that's the case I don't want you to worry but what I am here to tell you is that self self-sabot- self-sabotage <laughs> I keep messing up that word self-sabotage is not a given it's not a given if that has been your pattern in the past, it isn't a given that it needs to continue that way. So even if it feels like this hamster wheel that you just can't get off of, like you're actually never back to square one. You never truly are back to square one, okay? So the the only time that you're back to square one is when you have the thought that is, you know, something along the lines of, well, here I go again. You know what I mean? Like the week was so gray, every week I do so well, and then here I go again, messing up on the weekend. Do you see what I mean? But no two weekends necessarily are exactly the same. Imagine what it would look like if you were committed to learning from your mistakes. If you mess up every weekend, whatever that might mean, what would happen if you actually were really committed to learning from your mistakes? I want you to imagine, like, As a dentist, what would happen if you expected that you would never make any mistakes whatsoever? And, you know, like for me as an endodontist, if I thought that I should never, ever, ever separate an instrument in a canal ever, in my entire career, right? I mean, okay, yes, obviously I do everything I can to avoid file separations. And uh, it's certainly not a good thing. I don't want that to happen. But if I were to separate an instrument, do you think I beat myself up? Do you think that I, you know, Talk to myself in a way where I am, you know, really shaming myself and thinking something along the lines of like, oh, here I go again. I guess I haven't learned anything in my 17 years as a dentist. Um, you know, no. If I did that, then I truly would be in the mindset of being back to square one. But that couldn't be further from the truth. The reality is that, you know, if I were to separate a file, I might stop and ask myself, like, gee, I wonder what I have what, what I could have done to prevent, to have prevented it. Is there anything I can learn from this situation? Was there something that I didn't pay attention to, or maybe I ignored or overlooked? You know, how can I learn from this situation so that next time there is a smaller chance that it would reoccur, right? And so you have that exact same opportunity to really think about your mistakes in a totally, totally different way. This is how, we break the cycle of self sabotage. Self sabotage is not a given. It is actually just a mindset. It occurs at the level of the brain. Your thoughts are what create self sabotage. You are not in a body that is inherently broken, that is out of control, that has no option but just eat to excess. You know, instead, you have the option to learn how to redirect your mind so that you have thoughts that can really help you to not just think differently, but to feel differently and therefore to act differently. Okay, that's truly how we end the vicious cycle with self-sabotage. If you ever think, here I am, back to square one, remember, it's just a repeat pattern in your thoughts and you are 100% able to think about situations in a way that helps you learn from them so that next time around, you may have a 1% chance of acting a little bit differently. Remember, it's not about perfection. It's about learning from our mistakes so that the next time around we act slightly differently. It doesn't mean we will never make any similar or even the same mistakes ever again. So that's really my message for you today, is to not be afraid of mistakes. Go make mistakes. That's how we learn. We are going to make mistakes while we lose weight. In fact, we're going to make tons of mistakes. So instead of being afraid of them, what if you decided today to stay committed to become committed to learning from your mistakes, each and every single one of them, right? That is my wish for you, my friends. That is all I have for you. I really hope that today's message is helpful for you, and I cannot wait to talk to you next week. Hey, If you're ready to start taking action towards permanent weight loss, then go download my five secrets where I'll teach you the top five things to lose weight and keep it off without resorting to restrictive diets, deprivation, or even intense exercising. Go to drnatanya.com forward slash start. That's drnatanya.com forward slash start to get started. It's time to make your weight loss goal a reality.